jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender. With Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Everybody, welcome to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast. I'm Jim Jeffries, and this is a podcast. I should sing the new theme song that we have written at the moment. Welcome to the podcast. It's Jim Jeffries and friend. And then you go, and then you go. I'm a friend. Hi, I'm the friend. <laughs> All right, that's Forrest. Remember to our be po- sure, remember our, to be sure. Uh, our comedy duo. Yeah, we should do that. Sometime. Oh, me and Forrest once wrote a double act called Clean and Jerk. Yeah. Right. Where I was, I was a jerk, and he was a clean comic. And every yeah. time he tried to do like a clean joke, I'd say like swear or something, and he'd be like, "Stop being a jerk." Yeah. yeah. Well, though, with you, you, you're supposed to go. He's clean. I'm like, and this guy's a jerk. And, and we're clean, clean and, and jerk. jerk. That's how we yeah. start the show. It's clean and big jerk. act at Edinburgh. Um, great. If, you, if you're listening to the podcast, this is the, this is the first time you've discovered me. Uh, that seems like a weird first entrance in, but I do have a Netflix special called This Is Me Now, which is out on Netflix. Upcoming tour dates, August 10th and 11th. This is this weekend. I'm very excited about this because, I, yeah, I won't say why, but I'll be at the Mirage in Las Vegas, August 25th at the Neil St. Bastille Centre Concert Hall in Honolulu, Hawaii. Two shows, September 14th at the Queen Elizabeth Theatre in Vancouver, British Columbia, and September 28th at the Chicago Theatre in Chicago, Hmm. Illinois. Wouldn't think that. Not to be mistaken with the other Chicagos. Would you like to introduce our guest now, Forrest? Sure. Our guest today is comedian J.B. Ball. What's going on, y'all? Now, I don't know. I just asked you if you've met J.B. Ball before, and you said we just introduced... You just met him right now, but you actually, you know, uh, on the road, you met him years ago. You're not going to remember. At Side Splitters. He used to, he's a comic, but he used to work there as well. Was that when my son was like one? He's got a, picture he's got a picture of Hank right with here. you and him and Hank. It's like he's you a bet. tiny little baby. Ah, look at Hank. Yeah. Ah, look at Hank. <laughs> That's my original jawline before the lipo. Anyway, so so that's a that's a sweet little. Look at your kid for one second, then you're like, and I'm gross. I've yeah. seen pictures of my son before. Okay, uh, I have a new one. Got rid of him. Really? Traded him in. <laughs> Traded him in. I got Hank point two o. Old. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he's seventeen. Speaking of and that. he's a girl and he wears lingerie and lives in my house. Um, Speaking of that, before we do that, I actually want to say that uh, November twenty third. November twenty fifth, I'm going to be at Side Splitters. So if you're in the Tampa area and you're listening to this, go get tickets now. You can go on their website. If you're in the Tampa area, you probably need cheering up. (laughs) Go to Side Splitters. What's the name of the owner again? I like him. Bobby Jewel. Bobby Jewel. Yeah. yeah. How's Bobby doing? As far as I know, he's doing great, man. He came out to your show last time we were in Tampa and was backstage. I'm a fan of the Jewel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the Jewel. I like Bobby. No problems with me and Bobby. Uh, Do I have to read anything? No. All right, so we did a TV show today. It was called The Jim Jeffrey Show, and I appeared on it for the 30-somethingth time, which was good of me. 37th. 37th time I I showed up. And uh, we talked about 3D guns, guns that are printed through special computers. 
Not really. I mean, normal computers just with a 3D printer. That's all you need. You can have any shitty computer, and uh, he had 10 different guns on there, but the one that keeps getting mentioned the most is a completely plastic gun that uh, has one small little metal pin. Well, the little pin, the pin wouldn't set the metal detector off. It might not it's, even set it off. And I, I was just looking at them that too. Bullets apparently don't set off metal detectors. Yeah. Like the that. thing about it, I'm sorry, I, normally, I normally keep my watch on or a belt buckle gets through. Yeah. No problem. No yeah. problem. Now, I want to tell a story about uh, detectors. I told this up in the office the other day. And look, this is there's women who are watching the podcast right now. So I don't want to. They're not uh, watching it. Horrify. <laughs> who, who, no, who are, in the, Staring in, at their who are in the room with us right now. Oh, who, uh, who, live. Who, yes, yes, there's a lot of women who, here. Who are going to be horrified by this. But I this, think men are going to be horrified by this. This look, is not a look, gender. In, in, this in, is, I know the story, and it's, in it's my, horrible. In so. my career, I've been nothing but honest, right? I'll say that, right? Now, what happened was, now I suffer from. From hemorrhoids. At the moment, I'm hemorrhoid free, but throughout my life, I have had hemorrhoid issues. If I was a homosexual man, I would have had to hang my ass up and just become a top, even though I would like bottom life. <laughs> I lived for the being the bottom, but now my time is up. It's a good bumper sticker, bottom life. Yes, yeah. that, that's, my, that's my time's up campaign that was going through my life. Now, what happened was I had hemorrhoid surgery. Um, now, before that, my ass was what you would call prolapsing, and and blood was just coming out every time I did a shit. It wasn't it wasn't a good life I was living. It was just an existence. I couldn't do a shit unless I was near a shower. Since the surgery, everything is a okay. But in the weeks leading up to the surgery, after I did a shit, I would have to wedge a piece of toilet paper in my ass to clot the blood up that was coming out. A large piece, right? A, like- a rolled up wad. Of toilet paper would be shoved into my ass. People think I'm losing my edge, Forrest. Would be shoved in my ass to clot up the blood that was pouring out of my anus. Now, I went through airport security like a good person, like I always do. And you empty out your pockets, you empty out everything, and then you go into the x ray machine. They say you can't even have a receipt in your pocket. Right? Then I went through the x-ray machine and the man said, now let's, let's just mention at this stage of the story, I'm a famous person. So people were even watching as I did this. They pulled me to one side and they said, you have something in your back pocket. And I touched my back pocket and I said, I don't believe I do. <laughs> and they said, no, in the centre. Now it looked even worse because there was a wad of toilet paper up my ass. Now, <laughs> as soon as I heard this, I went, oh no. <laughs> And I knew what was coming and I didn't even, because you forget it's there. You forget it's there. It's like when you've got glasses on your head and you walk around the house, where's my glasses? Someone goes, they're on your head, right? (laughs) So anyway, so I had a rolled up wad of toilet paper that was blood soaked in my anus, which drew more (laughs) attention because I'm trying to get through an x-ray machine with something very, like, obviously lodged in my anus. So in front of a line full of people, the pre-check people, the higher ends, no, no, in front of a whole lot of people, I pull out a blood-stained wad of toilet paper and I held it up for the crowd to see and then the guy decided no extra screening is needed from you, Mr. Jeffries. And that was the day that I decided to become pre-check so I didn't have to go through the x-ray machines ever again. Now, a lesser man would have thought I should fix this problem on my body. I thought I'll just get around it. Anyway. Uh, uh, ladies, was that good? There you go. Um, 
I, you were talking about a story you had, yeah. maybe before the, the we, we were just talking about it before. I said you should tell them. The oh, my TSA, yeah. yeah. So uh, every time I go, like if I'm traveling for uh, for shows and I go through like the metal detector thing, like something always goes off in my growing. Like every single time, I mm. get the whole check. Right? Wait, Why I didn't it know go? this. It's always in your. It's growing? always my growing, dude. Is and there's your, never anything. Go- it's <laughs> always my growing. Have you got every a Prince time. Albert? What's that, dude? I wish. Uh, I wish because at least then I'd be like, okay, well that's what's doing it. But I still to this day don't know what's doing it, and it's every single time, no matter I'll what. I'll tell I'm you wearing. what happened when you were a young boy. Your mother called us. Before the show, <laughs> you had a testicular problem. Oh, that was going on? Where one of your balls didn't work. Now, in modern day, we just use graphite, but back when you were a young lad, they put in a steel testicle. I'm sorry you had to find out this way, but here we are. Anyway, so we the worst problem in the world. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm going through the guys, like, all right, I got to fill you up, right? And then this is how lazy he was. Like, sincerely, he just, he just nut checks me. Like, you didn't, he, like, he didn't rub or anything. He just goes, yeah, what's, but maybe, what's that? Maybe if both your balls were made out of metal, it would have done that thing that's on old 80s guys' business desks. Right. I uh, know, but you need the, five balls. The cradle. <laughs> you need five <laughs> testicles for that. They would have done it. They would have clunked together like clunk, clunk. Uh, I think you need the extra ones for the oh, something God. force. For, Forrest likes all of his jokes to be scientifically correct. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> Look, I just if people are trying at home, I want them to fucking get the proper. Anyway, you know. anyway, so what? What else happened? Yeah, so just basically, like he nut checks me, and he goes, "What's that?" And I go, "Uh, you know, that's my thing." And then he goes, oh, "Okay, gross." And then that was it. That was the whole check. He went, "Okay, gross." Okay, gross. Why is it gross? That's what he did because he just he just touched my stuff and he was like, "Gross." And then he just like, is "You're your free to go on." Or was he like, "No." Jealous? I mean, to my yeah, I haven't heard guy, complaints, man. The, the as far as I know, I got the same equipment. <laughs> it's a white supremacist. <laughs> That's how he gets really gross. And he's like, one of those. Um, so, yeah, so the gun thing, obviously, uh, you've talked about guns before. Plastic guns. Now, other thing. I'm not it's totally afraid of the plastic guns. I feel like, I from what I hear is they don't actually shoot very straight and they, they can only do a couple of bullets before the thing starts fucking melting. Um, well, that that's true, but... So for that little, the one that looks like a toy, that's true. But this guy had this guy had ten blueprints on his website. Some of them were like the the part of the AR-15 that you have to buy uh, that has the serial numbers and makes it traceable. Now that you can print it up plastic, you can buy the barrel and all the other parts of the AR-15, and you can have a completely untraceable AR-15 now. Mm, mm. So the, that one gun is is yeah, you can get it through uh, security screenings and things like that. But the other guns that you can print up now. They'll still have some metal parts, but now they're completely untraceable. They can't go back to anyone. You can't find out where the person got it from. So it's like you just have these weapons that are the one little bit of gun control we had is like fucked if they had these. So that's part of the problem. But, so but, anyway, but, to summarize, guns are bad. <laughs> now, you know, but also, you know, I don't really – we didn't really mention this in the piece, but I don't really worry about Americans who are doing this printing up their guns at home. I worry for the countries like Australia who don't have guns because you can still buy the 3D printers and have – like like Amer- America, it's just like throw another gun on the heap. Sure. Right? But for countries like Britain and Australia that don't have gun culture and now we're giving – because they can still buy 3D printers, they can print guns at home. So that's where maybe there'll be a few more problems then because then obviously in Britain the cops will have to start carrying 3D printers to print out the guns <laughs> if they show up at a place yeah, that's really kicking off. And and we didn't include this in the piece, but in the research, the guy's name is Cody Wilson, who has this company that has these blueprints. He's he keeps saying free speech, free speech, free speech. He's selling the printers. He's selling the mills for right. two grand, and they're they're so they've sold so many. There's a three month backlog 
So it's not like he, he thinks he's like the he's saying he's like this anarchist free speech guy, but he's just a fucking guy trying to make money and capitalize off this. So he's just, you know, he's not a good He's person. not a good bug. Remember when the cops were like just afraid that you were growing like weed in your house? And like now it's just like Jesus Christ, it's like a militia in there, right? Like I oh. think this is like an elaborate plan of a stoner who was just like, if we could just start making something worse in our house, the weed doesn't look that bad. Like that's all we really oh, need to so do. So you think they show up and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, don't worry about the kids in the basement. basement. No, wait, <laughs> Check out my 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> that's your theory? No, no, no. I'm saying like if you wanted to grow weed and you wanted to be legal everywhere, right? But you're like, okay, so most people like frown, frown upon that in the places where it's not legal. If you start doing something worse, then they'll be like, oh, well, I guess the weed wasn't that bad because like, now that, you're making guns. That's like us with the censorship people who are listening to this show right now. We always try to get through two or three really bad jokes so we can get through the joke that we actually want. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. On the podcast or on the show? Oh, in the show. In the show. Oh, yeah. In the show, we're constantly going, and then I raped her. And they go, you can't say that, Jim. And go, can I have the bit where I fisted Donald Trump? And they're like, okay. <laughs> exactly. It's a deal. <laughs> we wear them down. We, we're listening. We go, we go stands and practice person that listens to this. I wish you did that when I start. first started po- podcasting about 15 years ago, and I could have saved myself a lot of trouble. <laughs> I, wish th- I, I wish there was a standards and practice person that fired me around through the m- early bits of my career. <laughs> so nothing came back to haunt me. How much do you think you would have held on to? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. No. Mm. Yeah. You wouldn't have been. He wouldn't be here. Yeah, I would say like, like it just unmake you. I wouldn't have had it. You wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to start your career today. I know. I wouldn't. The way yeah. I started my career, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, I started my career by just punching women in the workplace. Yep. <laughs> and it's popular now, back then. now brand. that's uh. frowned upon, <laughs> and HR says no. And anyway, do you feel like you toned it up over the years, or do you feel like you've actually toned it down from where you initially were? Um, I think I'm the same. Yeah. I think I'm the same. I think I get accused of being not as um, outrageous as I was, but I'm also not a guy in his 20s anymore. You right. know what I mean? But well, I still... you're being paid by the left to say all these things. Yes, yes. <laughs> I get accused all the time that people from Hillary Clinton's camp pulled me aside and they went, let's get the rape comic to help us win the election, right? Because people write to me and they go, well, who's paying you for these views? I'm like, yes, government bodies are bringing me over and we're dining out and I'm making a hand gesture now and you know what it means. Illuminati. Anyway, so... That's so, Illuminati. Uh, just said. The, the Illuminati is, like is the devil, guns is right the devil horns. That. Oh, I Illuminati. thought it was like the fucking diamond. No, it was it's just you got to do that, which <laughs> yeah. is which is cunt and sign language. If you've watched my special, yeah. that's, oh, that's, that's the Illuminati. Yeah, but yeah. Then, oh, but it's that way. That way. When you're licking her ass and she's facing the other way with her legs, that way, that's Illuminati. That's a terrible asshole. That's like a big. No, her asshole's here. The cheek's here. The legs are out that way. Oh, yeah. I'm going like that. Okay. But all the fingers. <laughs> like that. Oh, no one can see this. God. <laughs> No one's watching. <laughs> six balls. Uh, act six two. Balls. What was Act Two about, Forrest? Mm, I don't know. TSA probably. TSA. We actually already talked about TSA, but this it kind of these tied in together because we uh, the TSA is thinking about eliminating screening at more than 150 of the country's smaller airports that operate commercial planes with 60 or fewer seats. Like I don't understand how that's going to help. Like you we, we, we connect to bigger airports. I don't know. We went through airports in New Zealand that had no security. None. None. Yeah. None. I kept waiting for them to stop. I was like, all right, when we get to the plane, and then, nah, they just let you walk on whatever the fuck you want. They just had like signs like, hey, you know, what were the signs like? They were just like, be a good you'd, guy. you'd hear yeah. like, you'd hear <laughs> like, bring a bomb over, on. like, here in Invercargill, 
we take security very seriously. Yeah. So don't do anything, please. Yeah. Right? That's right. what you would hear through the little New Zealand fucking speakers. Yeah. And then it was being like, please buy sheep's wool. That's the only way our country survives. <laughs> um, and then you can get on those planes and go to Auckland or Wellington where you can fly anywhere in the world. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, uh, well, you can fly anywhere in the world, but then they would still check you if you went international. Domestically, you could, you could smash no, 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 into... No, 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 no. I, when I left there, I flew, uh, I think it was like Napier or something, to, to Auckland, and I didn't go through any security the entire time. So I just got on a plane that flew to Los Angeles without any security. So you just get your ticket, just literally yeah. walk on the plane. I guess we're just telling terrorists what to do now. So if you want to blow something up, go down to the South Island of New Zealand, which is not very good. Yeah, you don't want to go there. Their delicacy is a thing called cheese rolls. Cheese rolls and mut- mutton bird? And mutton bird. They go, like, have you tried a cheese roll? Right? And they go, it's the sushi of the South. <laughs> and what it is is it's just fucking bread. With cheese melted on it, and then they roll it up. Rather than having a toasted cheese sandwich, it's rolled up. Like, the bread's rolled up, so it's circular. Right. And then they go, have you tried one? And I'm like, no, but I can, I guess what, I, I know what it tastes like. Right. <laughs> I know what might be your fucking delicacy. And then they had another thing called mutton bird. Yeah, you got it. Like, you got you got. I had, like, bird. Like, like, one of my favorite things in the world is eggs benedict. I love a bit of eggs benedict. And you know how sometimes you can, you can vary up your eggs benedict. You can have, like, the Canadian bacon, or you can do the salmon. And that's pretty much what most the the two choices are but they had it they had a choice uh for your eggs benedict in uh new zealand called mutton bird and mutton bird is like a seagull that just eats fish and so the bird and fucking cigarettes the tastes bird, fucking yeah, terrible the bird <laughs> tastes like fish but it's a black meat it's like black meat that tastes like it's fish. the fucking worst like it's not just dark meat it's like fucking it's oily the oiliest yeah. shit it's like if a sardine could fly right <laughs> And then it tried to have the texture of chicken, yeah. but with a sardine flavor. It's fucking shit. And then it's like this. Have you tried mutton bird? Try the mutton bird. So I fucking had it. And then I went, this is shit. And they go, yeah, we don't particularly like it ourselves. <laughs> but it's, it's just a thing that we have. And then you made me eat it. Well, you didn't make me. You asked me and Andrew, like, you should try this. It's, and we ate it. And I said, it's it, gross. I said, just taste mm, it. And you didn't really was... sell it as much as you're selling it right now. I wouldn't eat it. But because I, I couldn't get the taste on my mouth for like two days. Yes. It was just in your nose. Did yes. you hear the Jim Harbaugh quote? quote about like eating like uh, you take on the attributes oh, of the animal yeah, yeah. that you eat yeah he so, says like, he, he doesn't, doesn't eat chicken because it's a nervous bird yeah it's a nervous bird you take on the traits of what you <laughs> eat the fuck is that guy a football coach dude he's like yeah. a high no I know he's like one of the top football coaches he doesn't eat chicken because oh, this isn't a comedian no 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 no, no, no. this he, is a head football coach of the University of Michigan like a major program that must be why I'm a pussy alright <laughs> 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 you take on the traits of yeah, the food right, you yeah, eat yeah. you yeah. see do you want to cut that out? No, I love that joke. Out. That was a good joke. You take on the traits of the food you eat. That must be why I'm a pussy. No, let's try it again from the beginning. <laughs> so, no, and if you were a better comic, comic <laughs> you'd go, no, that's why you're an asshole. But you missed that opportunity. <laughs> Let, let's try it again. All right. Um, uh, yeah, so there's this That's football... why I'm a pussy. No, no, hold on a sec. There's a football coach, Jim Harbaugh, is head coach at University of Michigan. He, uh, he doesn't eat chicken because he says... Uh, chicken's a nervous bird, and you take on the traits of the thing you eat. Mm. That, that's why I'm a pussy. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out, by the way. Hey, that's why you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that's a funny thing because I, I don't know about Kelly, but I assume you've had some threesomes. You don't know about day. Kelly? We've done a million podcasts. No, but I don't now, know right? sexually what she gets up to. You ever you ever delve into it's that bit of the world? Very, it's very open on her Facebook page. What she gets into, it's not like hidden at all. So she just posts all of your. You post all your private messages. Mm-hmm. What, do you think that's fair to the guys? Well, they're not you private. She posts yeah, open yeah. messages. I post the ones that deserve to be posted, which oh, are yeah, the guys being true. total pieces of shit douchebags. Oh, uh, yeah. Good oh, God, well, that'll yeah. take all day. Yeah. <laughs> you have an example of one? Yeah, what yeah, happens? What happens? Wait, wait, like, like some guy says something douchey to you and you post it? Um, it, guys seem to think that they're like they can be wildly inappropriate and somehow get the attention that they want, which I th- assume that online yeah, dating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking multimillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I, I assume it's a numbers game, right? So it's like they they're like, I want you to sit on my face, for example, and they'll like right send, off the they'll bat, send they come out of the game. First message, oh, yeah. right? And Who they'll would? send it to a hundred <laughs> women, probably on an online dating site, and hope that they can get one girl to respond. Uh, I see. Yeah. Right. So that's. I think is they're funny. Is that how you and Tazy met? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I yeah. think they're funny when you yeah, I did. I wrote, I wrote to her, I'd like to sit on your face. <laughs> she, Can she, she handle that? Well, her face the didn't originally look like I mean, that. Jesus Christ. I'm so I'd sorry, I'd like Tazy. you to clop my hemorrhoids up with your nose. <laughs> the toilet paper's I'd not like working. you to sniff them out like a line of cocaine that's... Cl- <laughs> Congealed blood. (laughs) And that's where Uh, I exit. Thank you. Uh, A standards and practices person is going, we don't know if there's a precedent for um, sniffing up congealed blood like cocaine, but we're going to have to make one. (laughs) In Arsehole versus Dick Face. (laughs) Why is everybody in New Zealand today? You're doing a lot of I'm in New Zealand. I didn't drink today during the show, so things are uh, just not coming out right. No, it's going good. Uh, I'm not feeling funny. Mm. Well, they're feeling coherent to me, so that's always good. Shut up! <laughs> a lot of people forget I'm anger an, still there. Though. A lot right, of people good. forget that I'm an angry sober. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be dealing with him. He's an angry sober. You are angrier sober. Yeah, I am. Drink? I'm a grumpier sober than I am. I'm a happier drunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then you have like a line where you just fall over a cliff. And I'm a just... sloppy drunk. Yeah, yeah. Very, but very, very happy. Very, very happy. Sloppy. <laughs> sloppy happy. <laughs> Um, I'm rolling around the ground in my own feces, having a wonderful time. <laughs> uh, Hemorrhoid blood. What the fuck were you talking about? Oh, the TSA. <laughs> uh, but the point of the piece was that it's something called security theater, where there's like all the security that's being done, not just at the airport, but at uh, sporting events and concerts and all this. And it's supposed to make you feel safer, but in reality, they're not really doing much. I mean, there's some metal detectors and some other shit, but I've, I've gotten drugs into a million concerts that I've been to. Where and had. countries. Yeah. You see the video of the... Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like I have. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen the video of the girl? She's at a concert. She's pulling out like 20 blunts out of her hair. No. Like it's all like, it's what's holding her hair do together. And then That's as she pulls it out, like pins, all of her hair just falls. They caught like, her? Or they, she no, got she's through. doing it like security's walking right behind her. She just keeps, no one's catching her. And they're like long... Long joints. Plus, they don't care. The people that are security guards are getting paid nothing. They don't really give a shit. There's no incentive for them to even care. So, to summarize, take drugs to concerts. (laughs) Well. Don't take knives or plastic guns. Okay. Then, next, we interviewed Barbara Lee. Now, Barbara Lee, what happened was we were meant to go to uh, Washington, D.C. to interview. I I flew over there to interview Bernie Sanders. And on on the way over there, Bernie Sanders just fucking said, nah. 
And so I landed. And he said then, he had like, to go back to Vermont or some bullshit. Yeah, and right? Andrew Wontok, he books the things. You've never seen a man shit himself more than when I got off a plane and I got told that the interview had been canceled. No, no, no. There was So you were going to interview Bernie Sanders. There was the guy that slept under his desk. Yeah, yeah, they both canceled. And there was like one more person. And I remember you took off on a plane and we were here and all of them fell through, but you were still flying. And I was like, oh, does Jim know yet? And then I was like, no. I'm like, oh, that's going to be fun when you land, yeah. when you just flew across the country. for. I'm temperamental. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, what happened there was... Um, we got an interview with Barbara Lee. Who Lee with Barbara Lee, who who might who would be running to be head of the Democrats? She was the woman who invented the word woke. I didn't know anything about her. She was a charming lady, um, very on point. You couldn't fucking trip her up, man. Mm-hmm. You like not that we do got you interviews. Like yeah. we, I don't try, especially with politicians. I don't try to make them look like idiots, but you try to sort of work it so that they say some silly thing or that you get them to reveal something that they, they wouldn't already know. But she fucking was way smarter than me. Yeah. I couldn't get shit out of her. She so was halfway, good, though. She was, great, no, though. So halfway yeah. through the interview, I just started acting like a moron <laughs> so that she could pull me up. So instead of trying to make her say something idiotic, I just kept on saying idiotic things. Yo, I left that, like, she was charming, though, like, in a way where I was just like, yo, I really like this. Like, she was charismatic in a weird way. Yeah, most of the people who work in the building, we hadn't really heard of her, and everyone who saw the piece was like, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought you were worried about it. You're like, ah, we flew all the way there. It was kind of like a bad thing. But I, I really liked that. I thought she was like, I'm mean, obviously she's really smart, and like, she, she knew what she was talking about, but she seemed like, even though she was like a politician and like wasn't going to like say any of the shit that you're trying to. Like, she still seemed fun. Like, you'd hang out with her. Not yeah. like, you know, you're not going to go. And also, we may get a scoop here because there, from what I read now, there is a really good chance that she'll be the Democratic leader. And we sort of got on the ground floor with her. No, I think so. I was about to say, it's hard to, like, really make a case against her in terms of, like, what's there not to be enjoying. If yeah, you're on that side. she's, she's she, for the most part, in my opinion, she's always been on the right side of every law that's been passed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, she'll she, be the first African-American woman to serve in any leadership capacity of either party. I mean, yeah. that's what I think about, saying, like, if, she, yeah. if she becomes, if she becomes president, like, like no, there's no way. No, it's no like, way. why? It's too old. It's too old. Yeah. At this point, she's, she's 72 70, now. Yeah. Do you know who's she's in charge now? now? No, I hear you. Do. I just don't. That's too big a leap, isn't it? No. Well, I mean, well, he was too big a leap. So, he what, was what's, too where's big the a limit? Leap. Right. I'm telling you, she's fitter than him. Oh yeah, no, she she's a great. healthier woman than him. She doesn't have any also, If you hadn't yeah. said seventy-two, I never would have guessed that. She's also Sincerely. hosting the Bachelorette next season, so she's gonna have that going. So <laughs> she could do it. Also, below deck Mediterranean. She's got a lot of things going on. So, which is a show on the same night as yeah. ours. Yeah, she has naps in the afternoon. Of course, I, I I feel like every president has naps, has a nap hour. Like that's why it's too old. Like you watch it. Like I watched a Nixon documentary. Is like and he napped between three and five. Do you not believe in that? The idea of like nap, periodically napping through the day? I, I believe in it if you're having a really hard day or you're traveling or you're jet lagged or something like that. But yeah. I don't think that people under 50 need to. Okay. And I believe that people over 50 do. And that's why I, I've always thought there should be a cutoff. You shouldn't be able to be president over 60 because your brain's slipping on you. That's not when you're in your fucking prime. It's just that when society has deemed you to be mm-hmm. of a fucking stature that we can all, you know, I mean, we've got a fucking bunch of old fucking that's bumbling worst. idiots. Sure. It's the worst. They're fucking, old. They're like stuck in their ways. Yeah, Reagan, they reckon, had dementia during his presidency. Yeah. And he was, he's remembered as one of the great presidents. He had fucking dementia. 
So for you, like, what age range are you going? Like, that's I'm comfortable with a politician being in this 13 room. Thirteen to seventeen. That's about right. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I say under. 30, <laughs> I say under you know, thirty-five they, years old. No, because yeah. that's a good age because they're still young and their brains are good. and You're not allowed to fuck them, so they're not going to be preoccupied with yeah. sex. Okay. Thirteen to seventeen. They're the presidential years. I say you have yeah. to be under thirty-five years old and you can't be from this country. I want someone skateboarding <laughs> up to a fucking podium, like with with a fucking R and B mix of dun 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 dun. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> skateboarding. <laughs> That's what the yeah, kids do, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that what the kids do? I mean, kids I want skateboards, there, though. Yeah, I want there to be graffiti. Yeah. I want in the Oval Office someone just to go. Gavin was here. Into the desk with a pen knife. I just feel, oh, I'm just thinking of Shawshank. Yeah, no. Well, that was a big leap. Anyway, so we spoke to Barbara Lee Leasy. No, I won't say that. Anyway, so Barbara Lee. Uh, then Act Four, Drug Dog Sombre. Som- okay, so I I thought that Zoe brought this to my attention. But Am I meant was- to have read an ad by now? No, there's no ads today. All right, cool. But I did have a sun basket last week. They, the food got here late. I ate it. Very good. I was there last week. I had the pesto papadale with something else in the broccoli. That right, was good. Um, wow. <laughs> wow, that was racist. Why was it racist? A pesto papadale with a banana, man, a man, a man. Yeah, it sounds racist when you do it. When I sound, it was like respectful, nice. Ooh. But the uh, this article on the dog was. Uh, Somebody, so it was from the podcast group? Yeah, so Solana Castellanos shared shared this in the podcast group. and They're uh, doing work. Yeah. Good they're, job. They're pitching ideas all the they're time. Ideas. We don't read most of them, but this one we did because there was a dog <laughs> in the picture. So now it's on the show. Good job. Imagine if that was like how Sander worked. Send me your letters. I don't read most of them. <laughs> Occasionally one. Some of you lucky kids will get a toy. So they're... <laughs> So the story is there's a dog, it's a German Shepherd, six years old, or seven years old, and it has been able to, it's like the top drug-sniffing dog in Colombia. Its name is Sombra, which means shadow in English. And this uh, cartel, Los Urbanos, is one of the most powerful cartels in Colombia. They put a hit out on the dog. So there's a $70,000 American hit. 70 k man, for 70K, because most hits on humans aren't that high. Could you kill a dog, though? For 70k? You can just kill that. That dog looks cute as shit. No, I couldn't. I earn a good living anyway. Why would I jeopardize my career for that? But if I was poor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, also, you're not a hitman. But I'm saying, let's say you were like, you could, that you would just shoot a dog in the face. I feel like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you're working for the cartel, I'm sure you've you've crossed worse lines by that point. (laughs) Nah, I don't know. Dog's pretty bad. That's. uh... My whole thing is like, why are they like, okay, it's like the dog gets a news story, but like they put hits on people all the time. I haven't seen a news story about like one person. So the whole thing is like valuing the dog over a person. No, it's a more interesting. Interesting story, you know what I mean? Because the dog's getting a hit. If we said like Kelly is gonna get a hit because she was mean to men on the interweb, right? Right. She wouldn't let some guy sit on her face or and whatever. And I'd be like, thank God, I've been wanting to die for such a long time. <laughs> yeah, so, so, hey, how? What was the hit on your inside? Because <laughs> someone killed that a long time ago. <laughs> The uh, you know what's fucked up is like oh wow she just died a little bit more six years looked at me and went <sighs> every Tuesday I just go home and cry really why I'm just kidding why every Tuesday mm, that seems weird I'm we work on Tuesdays I know we drink so it's actually Tuesdays are great so yeah. we're good it's every Wednesday when you have the hangover and you get the booze blues yep. that's when you go home and die 
<clears throat> you know, it's messed up though with this dog. Though was like, I, I feel like some of the cops like narked on it because like, how would they know it's that exact dog? Well, my yeah, my thing was like, how many dogs? How many of the wrong dogs are getting hit? There's two hundred two is two hundred ninety four dogs that work for the company. Yeah. You yeah. get a less um, important dog and you decoy dog, yeah. and then you're like, oh, that one's dead. <laughs> like, like an attack of the clones when Princess Amidala got killed, and it turned out it was just Kira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> There's an obscure reference for you all. <laughs> That's really what happened. Um, yeah, and then uh, remember we were going to kill a dog on the show? We were going to kill a dog. Originally... Um, First of all, you said the way you would kill a dog is put glass in its food, which is pretty mean. It's pretty brutal. I'm saying if I had to hey. kill a dog, I've never killed a dog, but I, I'm such a nice person, I couldn't physically stab it or shoot it. I would put glass in its food and let nature do its work. <laughs> <laughs> glass is made by sand. Uh, yeah, you don't well, get much more nature than sand. Um, I mean, you do get more nature than sand. Nothing's more nature than sand. Like a tree isn't more nature than sand? Sand's the first bit of the planet. No. There's the water. No, no. Sand, trees are inland. <laughs> what, just, sand, sand is the thing joining earth and water together. That's a beach. It's the glue that sticks us together. Sand is everything. No, I don't know. Please write to us, sand versus tree. What's more nature? <laughs> Let's start a poll. Actually, uh, put sand it on that podcast group. The- sand versus tree is the lesser-known show, show on the nature program. Oh, yeah. National <laughs> Geographic. Sand versus tree. <laughs> I would say tree, more nature than sand. Water is more nature than sand. If sand washes up on the beach and a tree isn't there to see it, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Grass. Grass is more nature than sand. Grass. Fuck grass. Grass dies all the time. Sand never dies. Sand never lives. Sand's Sand's not alive. Sand's not alive. Sand Sand is the thing of fossils. Sand's not alive. (laughs) It's it's the thing of the dead. The thing of fossils, it lasts forever. What do you mean the thing of fossils? You can't get to saying the thing of fossils. It's the thing of fossils. (laughs) It's been around. No, no, no. Sand was around with the the dinosaurs. Your fucking trees weren't. Explain. Trees what? were around there. <laughs> Not the trees we have right now. Uh, wait, I, I want you to back up and tell the me. The trees we had right now were, were, were <laughs> no, 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 they, no, no, no. they've been on. here for 500 no, no. years at best. Hold on, don't distract me. First of all, there's trees that are like thousands and thousands of years old. Not as old as dinosaurs. Right they uh, died out in the ice age. They died out in the ice age. Or fucking dinosaurs no, 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 ate no. them. There's sand that predates dinosaurs. No, there's prehistoric <laughs> plants that are still alive now that were alive when the dinosaurs were there. Yeah, but anyways, I want to back up. What is sand is the thing of fossils? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> fossils are made of sand. No, they're not. No. Where a fossil's a bone. The human body is twenty percent sand. <laughs> oh no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got me. Because there's all that water in us. Yeah, yeah, the sand. And, you and, get it in your shoe. And you'd go, that's salty. <laughs> and then there's sand. Mm. <laughs> So we were going to have a point, dog. We were going to kill out, a dog on the show. I can, I can see things in this room that are made of sand. Like what? Uh, the, the glass windows. Kelly's soul. That's true. You're, you're, you're two for two, so I'll keep going. Yeah. The, the bottles, except for the plastic ones, the bottles. Yeah. This wooden table. Yeah, made of sand. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I would say there's more things made of wood in this room than sand. 
No, not even close. This table is bigger than anything. The table and the that's not a, that's wallpaper. That's, that's not fair. even real wood paneling. <laughs> Kelly's the heart. table and the chair, the chair, <laughs> the, the chair over there. The Look glass at the frame around the window. Window, 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 mirror, yeah. light bulbs, beer bottles. Sand, sand, sand. <laughs> the front, the front of the the, fr- the television screen. Sand. That's <laughs> yeah, not sand. The glass in the TV is no, sand, no, bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to kill a dog, though. We were. We wanted to kill a dog, but Comedy Central said no. No, they. They. I, I thought they were gonna. Right. No, you said we've had too many animals on lately. We were going to fake kill a dog. We were going to have it assassinated by a plastic gun by the cartel. Like we were going to go, we have the dog here and the dog would run out and then a plastic gun was going to shoot out like a who shot JR moment. Yeah. And going to shoot the dog. And I was going to go, Sombre! <laughs> Sombre! And we're going to finish the episode like that. was going to be like, my name's Sombra. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> we're like, oh shit, and, they're uh, not cocks. And then, and then, but Comedy Central thought that was too funny for their channel. <laughs> Well, that, I, they should call their channel slightly serious central, <laughs> <laughs> northeast. <Yeah. laughs> All right, <laughs> dogs not made of sand. Um, I'm sure a dog's had a lot more fucking sand in its ass than it has tree. <laughs> mm, I don't know. They eat a join, lot of grass. Join the debate. Hashtag sand versus tree. Sand dog. Sam versus tree. Sam versus. <laughs> What's the hashtag going to be? You got to throw hashtag it out Sam versus tree. Okay, hashtag. Sam and why you tree. think sand is more important over tree, or wh- what you think's more nature? Because we all know trees give oxygen. Question is like I will say I've, I've never nature? done mushrooms and stared at sand though. Trees are more important. Oh, That's because no one takes you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Did him at my own apartment by myself. Yeah. Nobody yeah. takes you to see sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where you might have a fucking pot plant, a tree in the corner. You never have a sand. Oh, you might have a Zen garden. Who knows? Hey, spe- speaking of animals, we had a goat on our show last week, Scapey the Scapegoat, who took all of our Twitter sins and YouTube comments and everything and then died for them, but then ended up not dying. But we have a Twitter handle, at Scapey Scapegoat. We didn't say it on the podcast, and we didn't promote it on the show, and he has 1,409 followers. <laughs> but here's the thing is, he needs to have more followers than T5 Trans. Right, he's got, to, he's got to post more pedo tweets. Yeah, we got we got to give him pour some more tweets. But uh, He's going to direct Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> pedo tweets. Okay. Uh, so it's at Scapey Scapegoat if you want to follow him. And then T- I don't know how T5 Transit's doing. Jack. How are they doing? Mm. Uh, T5 Transit. Follow T5 Transit. We have a T. They have 7,500 followers. We kind of leveled we, off. Yeah, it's leveled off. We but you're t- still on here all the time. Like, there we you have go. A, we have a T5 Transit. Um, we're going to talk about them soon again. We haven't given up on your T5 Transit. Are uh, you teasing something? Uh, just a little act four we're going to do. Well, yeah, so don't give it away. No, I'm not. I'm just saying we're gonna we're gonna rejuvenate the T5 Transit followers. People have forgotten. I think they're still doing pretty good. They hired somebody, but anyway, scapey scapegoat T5 Transit. And then um, here's some some stuff, some some nice things, Jim. Because people, you know, yeah, it's think, funny. These podcasts go forever without me drinking. I don't need to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we because ha- you're always you always focus on all the bad shit online. So here's some nice things for you. Okay, uh, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> This says, give Forrest a raise. Five stars. Mm, All right. Mm. Been a fan of Jim since I stumbled across 
something. First HBO special about 10 years ago. Don't watch a show. It doesn't show up on any of my streaming services. Well, that's great. All right. Thanks for uh, your But I enjoy the podcast. Yeah. We, we can't do the podcast without the show, so I'll try and find it on a streaming service. That'd be great. Uh, watch the clips on YouTube. You can The slay. chaos is good. It's enjoyable. The normal bits. Blah, blah, blah. They like you. Uh, Isn't it funny when people write mean things? He articulates every fucking word, right? Uh, and now it's like compliment, compliment, blah blah blah. I lost my way in there. I don't know. What you're Five stars, must listen. If you're a fan of Jim, this show is amazing. I'm a big fan of the TV show, but I actually look forward to the podcast more than the show. Um, it's by far my favorite podcast. Mm. Doesn't that make you feel better then? Because mm. you don't have to focus on all the shit. So. And say hi to your mum for me. Nah, this is that was comment was by one three four seven eight nine nine zero. What the fuck is that? What kind of handle is that? That was that was the Ukraine version of that Rick Springfield song. One three four seven eight nine nine zero plus six seven. Um, this one's nice. Jason Doctor said this podcast has helped me in dealing with my depression. Jim's honesty and shedding light on depression is awesome. Dig the hell out of the podcast. So there yeah. you go. Stop. You saved somebody's life. Did I save someone's life? I feel like you did. I wonder if I have in my life. I doubt doubt it, but it would be nice to think that I have. I, I'm, I know I've killed people. <laughs> what? No, I'm just joking. Who'd you kill? Um, everyone who ever comes to see me perform stand-up comedy. hey oh, <laughs> Killing. All right, I think that wraps the show up. No. You think so? I do. I do. How long does this show go for? We've been on for five minutes so far. God, so. doing it sober makes it really fucking drag. Oh, a long time. So. Right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're contractually past the line. All right. That's going to get a lot of fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done our part. Uh, um, I, we didn't even mention at the beginning, but JB, you, you're doing some stuff for Comedy Central. Uh, yeah, I'm writing sketches for uh, the Comedy Central digital platform. And there's one on there right now. What's it called? Uh, National Friendship Day. It just came out Sunday. That's and, funny. Yeah, dude, it, it's pretty dope. It's like a minute, minute and a half You kill somebody sketch. in that. Oh, yeah, I definitely am a murderer in that, like, yeah. without question. You seem like a nice guy, but it's like your metal balls. I'm the know? sweetest guy until I'm writing, and then it's all, like, I'm killing everyone. And so you have a bunch of more of those coming up? Yeah, we got a bunch coming up, more ambitious ones coming up. So uh, this one did really well, though. It's like, I don't know, it's like 110,000 views in, like, the first two days. So. That's good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that went really well. So we're just kind of come behind that with uh, some dope stuff, man. And tell people where they can find you and all that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Ball4President. It's Ball, the number four, President. You want to be president? Nah, man. I just I chose that before the Trump thing, and I was just like, oh no, this looks like I'm trying. And then uh, what is it? Uh, on Facebook, you can just find me JB Ball. That's my name. Super simple. Okay. And then Jim, you've promoted everything. Is there anything else you want to say? Good night, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so subdued today without the uh, alcohol. That's nice. But um, so I'm at Forrest Shaw, and everybody that has watched Poor Decisions, thank you for doing that. Please keep watching it. Hey, it's. Yeah, I don't think you have to buy it anymore. It's great if you buy it because I get the money. I'm terrible for money. But, uh, <laughs> you are so bad at this. <laughs> but if you have Amazon Prime, you can just put uh, my name for show or poor decisions in there and watch it. And um, I actually, I turned around now. Now I like it. I hated it, but now I like it again. It's mm, pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly's boyfriend said a similar thing about, about your, your special. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to our podcast if you're listening to it and you're not subscribed to it please because that helps us out and if there's a topic you want us to talk about hey like this week put it on the podcast group and we will ignore it except once in a while we won't or uh, at Jeffrey Show please subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Play Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts Jim you're done I am there you go 
This has been a Comedy Central podcast.